and it is Jesus who makes this a glorious day. Welcome to this morning's broadcast. Glad you could join us. Today, in Colossians 3, verses 9 through 17, we will see the God-sized clothes we are to put on so we will not be hypocrites. And we'll also see the great dangers of being a hypocrite. And now, Pastor Robert Elliott.
humility, gentleness, and patience. Bearing with one another and forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also you should forgive. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell richly in you, with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another, with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. Of course, in most of our homes, there are closets in our bedrooms. And the closets typically are in our bedrooms because typically we dress for the day in the room we sleep in. And every morning we come to those closets and we have choices. We have wardrobe choices, shorts or long slacks, uh, running shoes or dress shoes. And you know it goes on and on and on. We have wardrobe choices every morning. That parallels the Christian life in some ways. That when your eyes open and you put your feet on the floor out of bed, you have a wardrobe choice to make. Will you put on the deeds of the flesh, or will you put on the fruit of the Spirit? And that choice that you make when you put your feet on the floor to start the day is a choice that is ratified, confirmed, made over and over again every nanosecond of every day. So when you come down to the breakfast table wearing the wardrobe of Christ's clothing and there is no more of your favorite cereal and someone didn't buy any more milk, deeds of the flesh, will you put those on? Or through the Holy Spirit. When you drive to work... And the co-worker who said that he was going to do a job that had to be done by that morning of your arrival at work, and he didn't do it, he slackened off, he thought he could get away with it. You have a choice to decide what clothing you're going to put on. The deeds of the flesh, which amounts to hypocrisy, or the fruit of the Spirit, which amounts to consistency. Every single moment... Of every single day, you are in effect standing in front of a spiritual clothing closet. What will you choose to put on? The deeds of the flesh, which renders you a hypocrite, or the fruit of the Spirit, which makes you consistent to your professed faith in Jesus? Our choice. Very critical choice. Good first dilemma. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, and free man, but Christ is in all. This is saying that nobody here can say, well, I'm exempt. I only wear Christ's clothes. I never have the option of wearing deeds of the flesh clothing. You can't say that. Nor can you say, I only have deeds of the flesh clothing if you're saved. Therefore, that's my only choice. I don't have the fruit of the Spirit as a choice of my clothing. You can't say that. Every single person who bows the knee to Jesus Christ for salvation in faith, has these kind of clothing choices all of the time. And then the other thing that we ought to bear in mind here is that the day-to-day, moment-to-moment wardrobe choices that we're making between deeds of the flesh and the fruit of the Holy Spirit should be understood to be very radically informed by a decision you've already made historically. 
to believe on Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior from sin, to be made new, regenerated, redeemed, forgiven, a child of God's, an ambassador for Christ. That decision in your life that is historical should inform you to the fact that now you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit from the point of conversion forward. And now, although you have clothing that is deeds of the flesh clothing in your closet, and you have clothing through the Spirit, you have the power to choose the clothing of the fruit of the Spirit. You are not compelled, bound, forced to only put on the clothing of the deeds of the flesh, which was your only choice before you were saved. And so moment to moment, every single day, you choose what to put aside the clothing of the deeds of the flesh that render you a hypocrite, and what to put on the fruit of the Holy Spirit that makes genuine, the real thing, sincere follower of Christ. And so, what do you most often wear? What do I most often wear? We have um, some video surveillance cameras in the building for the security and the safety of everybody in the building. And they run continuous videotapes of activities in the church campus. We also have easy passes for the toll booths in this area, right? What's the difference between a security surveillance tape and an easy pass? Well, a lot. A security surveillance tape tapes and records the long haul. Whereas an easy pass camera, when you blow through an easy pass lane without an easy pass transponder, takes a snapshot of your license plate. At that particular point, on that particular day, you didn't pay a toll. And the camera proves it. What I'm talking about, church family, is not what clothing you put on in a snapshot kind of way. I'm talking about what clothing you put on in the video surveillance camera from heaven's point of view. What is typical for you? What is consistent for you? What does the major evidence of your living over your whole life look like? Deeds of the flesh, hypocrisy, or fruit of the spirit? Authenticity as a follower of Christ. Hypocrisy is not only ugly, it's dangerous. Here's how it's dangerous. People who know enough about what Jesus says ought to be how a Christian is, but sees Christians who are not that way, they not only get disgusted with us being hypocritical, they can make decisions that harm the cause of Christ in a far-reaching way. There was a Jewish boy who admired his father. And the boy's Jewish father became a Christian, a Lutheran. And the father taught his young son about Christ. And he expected the son and all the other children to serve Jesus. But eventually it came to light to the boy that his converted dad, his converted dad, only claimed Christ as Savior to make his law practice thrive. 
This son became so confused, so bitter, so skeptical, he went on the attack. You see, his dad's hypocrisy drove the boy to strongly react against anything Christ, anything Christian, anything church, anything God's people. He strongly reacted to his father's hypocrisy as a Christian to Christ and his people. Eventually, the boy left Germany to study in England. And he wrote a book, one of the most influential books in Western civilization, in fact, the globe. Today, without exaggeration, there are billions of people on earth who base their whole life philosophy on this angry man's angry book who was angry against Christian hypocrites. The man was Karl Marx. His ideology, remember, which was a protest against Christian hypocrisy, of course, was and still is communism. My brothers and my sisters, just like Karl Marx watched his dad. There is a world outside the walls of this church building that are watching you and me. And just like Karl Marx didn't see Christ's clothes on his dad, so he wrote off all religions. It so disgusted him his father's hypocrisy did that he wrote a book that launched a whole worldview which had absolutely no room for God. There are people who, if they watch you and me long enough, they conclude in disgust that we're all talk and no walk. I mean, seriously, And now, today's ministry spotlight. Good morning. This morning, I'm delighted to have in our radio studio two special guests. We have the executive director of the Christian Counseling Center, Pastor Frederick Arnett, and his dear wife, Sister Helen Arnett, who is the director of counseling services at the Christian Counseling Center. Good morning, friends. Good, Good morning. morning, and thank you for having us. My pleasure. I have a few questions for you that I want to ask and have you to answer so we can convey some of the exciting facts about our Christian Counseling Center. Pastor Frederick, what is the Christian Counseling Center? Well, I would like to begin about where we started and how we got started. Great. Um, we opened our doors early in, a matter of fact, March 16th, 1986, in response to the great need for helping at that time, the cocaine addicts and their families. Of course, then we were providing treatment and help only for the cocaine addicts. But afterwards, we started looking at the whole family for at least two years afterwards. We shifted our focus to providing family support services and we have had the joy of seeing many lives transform and change over the past 30 years. Amazing. Thanks be to God. Sister Helen, now who can be helped by the Christian Counseling Center? What kind of issues 
Uh, persons with HIV, um, AIDS-related issues, on infected, unaffected, people who are seeking help for marriage problems or people who are engaged or cohabiting and want premarital, persons with career issues, persons in transition and retirement, uh, persons with interpersonal issues, we try to help whoever. That's wonderful. I know that Many have come to me and just expressed great appreciation for the biblical-based counseling that they've received at the center. Uh, Sister Helen, staying with you, how are services charged? How does that work for people's payment for the services? We have what is called a sliding fee scale, and it slides from $65, $85, which is after hours or before hours, $85, we also will um, consider persons who can't pay. They can still come in or if they can give a donation. We don't turn anyone away. That's beautiful. That's uh, in the spirit of the Lord Jesus' love and help for people. And I'm sure that over these 30 years, you've seen him financially supply for the center's ministry. Is that right? Amen. Especially in these tough economic times. Yes. Now, we talked about a sliding scale and we talked about not turning any client away who's unable to pay. But if there was a listener or two out there this morning that uh, may have it in their heart to financially donate to the ministry, uh, how could they do that and, and how would that help? Uh, they can write us a check or come by number 58 Collins Avenue and bring their offering or whatever they desire to do or if they want to consider us as a part of their mission board uh, and see us as a missionary project. We'll welcome it because we really need the support. Wonderful. So if a local church in Nassau or the Family Islands uh, wanted to know more about taking on the Christian Counseling Center as a financially supported mission work, that that could happen. Yes. Marvelous. Marvelous. Pastor Frederick, um, you talked about when the Christian Counseling Center began in 1986 and initially to work with uh, persons addicted to cocaine. Um, that would mean that uh, 2016 is a special year in reference to the Christian Counseling Center. So help us understand uh, what that anniversary is. Yes. Thank you, Pastor. We will be celebrating 30 years on the 15th of April. As I indicated at the beginning, the official uh, opening date for the Counseling Center was March uh, 16th, um, 1986. But we will be celebrating our 30th anniversary this coming April. Uh, the 15th, we will be having a banquet and we will be having individuals share their story at the banquet. Um, we also, uh, on Sunday morning at our 11, AM service will be celebrating and giving God thanks for the 30 years. And at that uh, service as well, we will be having individuals or couples share what the counseling center meant to them in the time of their problems. On Sunday night, we will be having a concert that will be free of charge. We will be taking up an offering, but you are free to come and enjoy the concert. After the concert, we will be having a fellowship times. There will be a uh, south 
and some other stuff for sale, cakes and, and sweets on Sunday night as well after the concert. Wonderful. So on, on the banquet, on the Friday night, how would persons get tickets for that banquet? Well, tickets can be gotten from the Christian Counseling Center, 58 and Collins Avenue or Calvary Bible Church. Um, either places we have um, tickets are available. Um, if you call us, we will try to make sure you get uh, the tickets. Our number is 323-7000, um, and it'll be a pleasure. You can call, and we will tell you where you can pick it up, or we'll come and bring it to you. Well, that's great. And Service I, with a smile. Service with a smile. I understand it's going to be a catered meal, fine catered meal by Montague Gardens. Well, Montague Gardens, yes. Well, I can't wait. Catering. Can't wait. That'll be great. Yes. Now, you mentioned that the uh, the banquet's Friday night, and then the uh, you mentioned the church service, the worship service at 11, and w- at the time for the concert on Sunday evenings at 6.30. No, 7, 7 p.m. Wonderful. Well, I would have been a half an hour early. Yes, but um, it's, you know, we have the change of time right now, mm-hmm. so we thought it would be good to uh, set it back a half an hour. So we'll start at 7 p.m. instead of 6.30. Wonderful. And then in the morning service at 11, I think there are a couple of special guests at least. Uh, Sister Violet Weech, is she coming? Yes, she will be here. Uh, matter of fact, we have several honorees. Uh, Sister Viola Weech, Pastor Morris Russell, mm. Pastor Alan Lee. Mm. We also have um, Margaret Smith. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Johnson, that is uh, uh, Marilyn Johnson, mm-hmm. and a few others. Wonderful. So people can make reacquaintance with these and, and just catch up on what the Lord's been doing in each of their lives. That's wonderful. Yes, and uh, also we are going to be remembering Paul Cartwright, who has been a part of our counseling center for mm, some 14 years. Yes. And uh, he went home to his reward, and we will be remembering him as well on at that banquet. That's excellent. Glad yes. to know that. Well, this is so nice to visit with you in the studio about these things, and know that as your pastor and friend that I, I thank the Lord often for the Christian Counseling Center, for the uh, quality, biblical, compassionate, loving help that you have been able to provide over all these years, and you're continuing to provide. It's just such a reassurance and a comfort to me that when people come with real hurts that I know I can refer them to the center and they'll find uh, Christ-centered, Bible-based help. And uh, that's so thank you for that very much. Thank you, and I thank God for the grace that he has uh, given us over the past 30 years. And I've been reminiscing this morning about it. It's been 30 years. And believe me, it seemed as if it was only yesterday <laughs> that we really got started. I had my moments of disappointments over the past 30 years, but I can always see the hand of God in every situation, no matter what it was, no matter what happened, we, we were able to see God's hand at work in it. I'm sure there's a Middle Eastern saying that all sunshine makes for a desert. So sometimes there are showers yes. in any ministry. That's right. Yes. Well, last question before I pray for you. 
how would a person listening uh, this morning make an appointment for themselves or for some loved one with you for counseling? They can go online, uh, Christian Counseling Center at gmail.com, um, and they can go on our website itself, www.cccbahamas.org. And they can go on and make their appointment right there online. They can also call in at 323-7000 for those who don't have the internet and make their appointment. And we will be happy to accommodate them in any way that we can. Sure. And I suppose they could walk in off the street. What's your address again? 58 and Collins Avenue, next building north of Calvary Bible Church on Collins Avenue. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being in the studio with me this morning. And uh, let me commit and commend you and your ministry to our great God. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you are high and lifted up, that you are over all in your sovereignty, in your plan, and your power, and yet you are imminent, you are near to the child of God in the person of the Holy Spirit, indwelling that child of God constantly. How I thank you, Lord, for the Christian Counseling Center and how you have used the scriptures and the counselors in the center to help hurting people now for 30 years. Lord, great is your faithfulness. I commit and commend Pastor Frederick and Sister Helen Arnett to you in their daily ongoing ministry with hurting people. Give them, Lord, all they have need of. Help them to think biblically about the problems that present to them. And give them, Lord, a sense of real satisfaction in your blessing and strength in your provision. Lord, we pray for the financial needs of the center that you would supply according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And we pray for the 30th anniversary weekend soon upcoming that many could take part in this, be blessed and encouraged by this, and encourage the Arnett's and others who are working with the center with that handshake or that hug to affirm that what is happening here is of God and is lasting, having eternal lasting effect in people's lives. So Lord, we love you and we thank you. And we can say that because you have first loved us in sending your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to be our Lord and Savior as we trust him and only him for forgiveness in heaven one day. Bless this couple, bless their ministry, for we pray in Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Echoes of Calvary, a radio ministry of Calvary Bible Church, Nassau, Bahamas. Our morning worship services are at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. in our sanctuary located on Collins Avenue. We encourage you to join us. Feel free to write us at eocradio at gmail.com. That's eocradio at gmail.com or P.O. Box N-1684, Nassau, Bahamas. And remember, everyone needs a savior.